Have you ever wondered how to get your visual imagery and videography in line with your personal brand? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. I am Bill with W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin with Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with The Spark Social. And together we make up the Marketing, Marketing Essentials, Essentials team. team. So today we get to do part dos. Right. I said that right? That's part dos, yeah. Two dos. Yeah. Yep. Close enough. And my notes, of course, come on. We're in the middle of a three-part series on um, building personal, a personal brand. Branding. Yeah. Personal yeah. branding. Personal branding. Yes, Blowing personal branding. And we've already talked about the basic components of building that personal brand in the first part. And today we're going to be talking about imagery and yes. how that fits into building your personal brand. Correct. Yeah. Um, like we talked about in the last podcast, a lot of people when they think of branding, they think of logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we all know it's much more than the logo. It's There's a lot that goes into it. Your unique value proposition, you know, we all stuff that we discussed last last week. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, you need to think about well, how is that going to shine through in my imagery, Mm -hmm. i.e., photos, right, or also in my videography, Mm -hmm. right? Because you want we talked about consistency, and you want to make sure you're consistent across all of your channels. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to make sure that works with your imagery too. So, uh, let's start off with the photography end of it. And uh, Alicia, off, offline, we were talking about a photo shoot that you guys just did for the Spark Social and the, uh, what, ha- what ensued there. So. so we really took the time to think about what we wanted before we showed up to the photo session. Mm-hmm. And we filled out a little questionnaire and we included details about what we wanted the photos to portray. So sure. uh, when we worked with Justin on our branding, some of the words that came to life were like fun, energizing, light your beep on fire. <laughs> Whatever. But like, that's who we are, right? So like, that's what we wanted the photos to showcase. Yeah. And that meant having certain props and just kind of like a laid back session. So. Yeah. I mean, and if it had been just a, a, a photographer that didn't care about what was going on, it would have been, oh, you need headshots? Great. Yep. It's so much more than headshots. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you couldn't go into it as a photographer from the total wrong direction thinking, oh, they want formal headshots. So let's make sure they're dressed nicely. They've got a, a you know, a neutral colored backdrop behind mm-hmm. them and boom, done. Well, no, that, that shows absolutely nothing right. of what your personal brand is. It's, I mean, it might work for... Uh, I guess maybe like a doctor's office or well, I think lawyers. The, In that yeah, case, you need to have the, something the like that. The style of photography yeah. has to fit the, the brand. brand. Yeah. So if the brand is formal, buttoned down, professional, then it should reflect that. Exactly. exactly. But it doesn't work for everybody. So no. I think where you run into trouble with photographers, they think one solution applies to everything. Uh, especially, um, it's, it's on both ends. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are absolutely right on what you're saying there. But it's also a lot of times that um, the client doesn't want to spend the extra time and money, quite frankly, 
to go through that because it's a process. Like you said, you, Alicia, you went through a questionnaire Mm-hmm. And then you had makeup and you had, you know, we you, had outfit you, options. You, yeah, you were telling us about the fact that it took an entire day to do that shoot. Right. But if you think about the value yeah. of having photography that fits your brand. Oh, yeah. You, you said some clients don't want to spend the money. OK, let's say let's say they save fifteen hundred dollars by going with just some guy who's going to shoot them the same way he shoots everybody. Yeah. Right. Fifteen hundred dollars. What's a typical client worth to that yeah, company? I, I agree with you. you. Know, it, how, you know, how quick are they going to make up that $1,500? First client they get, second client that they get. Mm-hmm. And if their photography, their imagery is on brand, they're increasing their chances of getting more business because it sure. is unique. It does stand out. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. And people are going to gravitate when they get to your website or they pick up a printed piece of material. The first thing they gravitate towards is an image. And absolutely. Then they read. So, right. So right. if you're like all formal in your image and they're just not resonating with First that. First thing pops into their head is boring. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe well, you're too fun and they're not resonating with that because it should be serious. And so that, That's fine because, uh-huh. they're, you know, every company has its own unique identity uh-huh. and you're not going to fit with everybody. Uh-huh. So stop trying to be everything to everybody. And a lot of times, uh, at least some of the kinds clients that I've come across, they want to be everything to everybody. So it comes. And they end be, up being nothing to no one. Yeah, because it becomes very vanilla. Right. You know, it's okay, let's just do a plain old backdrop and call it a day. You might as well just skip the photo shoot. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because there's no personality to it. Mm-hmm. Again, within reason. More, so, uh, what is your process, Bill, when you sit down with a client and they're just like, all right, I want to do uh, some, create some imagery? needs to be true to my brand. What process do you walk them through? Well, it, for me, it's always about the story. Okay. I want to hear a story. How, how did you come to be where, where you are now? That's first and foremost. Let me Give me a history. Okay. Second thing is, what are you trying to do? We talked about the why in the last podcast. I want to know the why. Why are you doing this? Are you doing this because you want to have fun? Are you doing this because, you know, what? there could be a myriad of reasons. Yeah. And we can take that imagery and, and wrap it around whatever that why is. But if they don't know the why, we're kind of just throwing darts in the dark, you know? It's like, maybe we'll hit what you're, what you're looking for. But if you don't know your why, you're already putting us at a disadvantage right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So my question, I, I don't have a formal questionnaire like the photographer you worked with. Mine's more, let me know your story. Let, let's have a conversation. Let's have a coffee. Let's mm-hmm. go and talk. And I want to understand where you're coming from. And then I can start giving you suggestions and I can, I can find out, are you, do you like having fun? Is it, is it a, is it a whimsical kind of thing? Is it a more serious? Do we need props? Do we need props? Like team you, pictures. Team pictures. pictures. Yeah. Like I look at one of my clients' pictures and I don't know if they just didn't ask, but they knew they needed pictures. But then he talks a lot about culture. He wants a whole page on his website about culture mm-hmm. and hiring. And it's really important to his clients about, you know, how internal they are with their culture. Um, and there's no pictures of the culture, no, no and, pictures. And a lot, they fall short on that all the time. Mm. I mean, I, I've dealt with clients that, you know, want to talk about the experience they're giving their customers, but then when it comes down to taking imagery for it, it's like, I yeah. don't need that. Why do I need that? Or, Oh, I'll stand in front of this item. And then you're going to take a pretty picture of me and we're done. You know, right. it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Or if you have two co-founders, get a picture of them together. Like I was very inspired by HubSpot's um, about us page. It's a picture of Darmar mm-hmm. and uh, Brian um, uh, Halligan and Darmar 
I think it's Pesh. I always mm-hmm. say his name wrong, but like the two of them together and they're chilling on the stairs and it looks like they're just, you know, yeah, having fun. Yeah. Like yeah. how they would act on a normal day. And that, mm-hmm. see, that tells a story. So you have the, the two founders together in, a, in sort of a casual pose yeah. that tells a story. And hopefully the content that they're writing Before. is in the same vein. So yeah. it all comes together. The imagery, the voice of the content. Well, that, that, that's the other step. If I don't have time to sit down specifically with my client and go through this whole process, I'm relying on either the website, maybe it's an about page on their website, which right. is not always reliable. We know that. Mm-hmm. Or I'm relying on whoever's doing their copyright writing to find out what the culture is like. Right. Because yeah. it's important as part of your personal brand that the text that's on your page of your website or the text that's on your Facebook page matches up with the imagery. MailChimp is a great example right now. So they used to just have like a login main page, but they've switched their positioning around to be about the customer. So it changes, I think by the week or the month, um, that every time you go to MailChimp.com, there's a different image and it tells a story. And the image is one of the clients that's using MailChimp. Unfortunately, today I pulled it up and I cannot pronounce this. I think I saw that one the other, earlier today. Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. Okay. My bad. So it's an image of a guy on a horse and apparently he's using MailChimp to tell his short, he's to market his short film mm-hmm. about Kyrgyzstan. Um, and the image just tells a story, yep. right? Like, yep. and this is up to the photographer to capture this. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, if you just go to... You know, you'd be surprised how many people will just go to a portrait studio and just have a headshot taken. Yeah. There's no originality in that. Right. There's no, Doesn't I don't tell you much. I mean, I could, them. I could reel on that all day long, but yeah. that's not what we're trying to go into like, today. I've it's seen just, other MailChimp examples of small shop owners and they'll get a picture of the small shop owner interacting with a yeah. customer at oh. a register or something like that. They could ask these people for headshots about them, but that's not going to draw someone into the story. Let me tell you, oh, it wasn't a shot I took, but one of the most impactful shots or images that I saw of a restaurant owner was actually of them serving food at a table to one of their clients. Yeah. And, and I looked at it and went, that's what they're about. You know, and, and the person was, you know, the owner was smiling and having a com- You could tell that he was deep in conversation with the the customers. Mm-hmm. That right there is more powerful than a headshot. Yeah. You don't need a headshot for that, you know, right. because that's. And I would suggest to him, don't get a headshot. Use that. And this is where we talked about this in episode one. This is where it's important to understand your why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you know what you're about, then you're going to be able to translate that into imagery that reflects that very thing. So if you're a restaurant and your why is about providing the best possible service you can, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or, you know, Having people leave there feeling like they've had a meal at home with their family yeah. or something. Okay, now you have a roadmap for mm-hmm. how do we show that visually, right? So then you can start planning out your photography, whether mm-hmm. it's you know a headshot or it's an environmental shot. But now you have your why to guide you and say, exactly. this is the kind of photography or videography that we need. Yeah, and surprisingly, um, a lot of people don't think about that as far as they're into the business. They don't yeah. think about what the visuals are going to tell. No, I just need pictures. They spend more time worrying about who their customer is and what they're doing as far as how they're selling than they are thinking about, you know, what it looks like. It's sort of like buying a, uh, a sports car that, um, the paint had all faded on, but Hey, it's a fast sports car. Well, yeah, but the paint looks like crap. Mm. (laughs) And maybe it's a bad, it's a bad, uh, (laughs) 
just remind you reminded me of this. I was going somewhere the other day and I passed by this guy who was waxing his car, right? Uh-huh. You know, very lovingly waxing his car. And I looked at him like, it's a Prius. It's like, yeah. why are you why are you wasting your time waxing this Prius? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not like you got a Maserati here, guy. But that means but, something to him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. But it doesn't always mean that- <laughs> his lifetime supply of turtle wax. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I gotta use this up. What, what can I wax next? <laughs> I've already done my car, my surfboard, my dog. I don't know. I'm running out of things to wax here. But- that, okay, well, we're gonna back this up for a second because people did, people who are listening <laughs> this right now did not hear our offline yeah but you know what anybody that knows us is going to go yeah all right i can see where this is going yeah we, we were joking about you know people winning the lifetime supply of uh, turtle, turtle wax, wax yeah, right. before we came on anyway so yeah i mean now i think the the second part of that is uh using video imagery mm. that that can tell a story a lot easily a lot more easily not more easily more sure more easier more easier (laughs) i'm not the wordsmith i've told that told you that many times before but it it allows you to um tell your story a little bit easier than you can with with photos or at least in a different way well i'm I'm not saying either one's worse than the other i'm just saying it's a lot easier to when you're using words to be able to explain something it takes a lot more thought in a static image to tell a story than it does through a video Mm, yeah body image posture voice tone Yes. Enthusiasm. Well, yeah. Sometimes I mean, people just don't look happy in pictures. They just yeah. have <laughs> RBF. Well, uh, <laughs> like, or, or, my or, dog is not very good in pictures, but she's great on video. She's so cute on video. But in pictures, she just, she looks angry. Well, I mean, we've she all does. seen it before. Your dog has RBF? Yeah. Oh. And she's actually a... Poor dog. Olive. <laughs> I could totally relate. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'll post a picture of her RBF after. But, I mean, she's we've like all... We've all now here's the here's the trade-off with with video is people can tell a lot easier a lot a lot easier in video if you're being authentic or not mm. they True. Can, you know think about the 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 typical uh no offense but personal injury lawyer <laughs> video you see on tv mm. it's never him though and, yeah well it's usually an actor but right? the point but the point being is everybody knows it's not genuine yeah i mean does anybody ever I care about yeah. you? <laughs> Does anybody ever watch Just one of those videos like and go, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he gets me. He, he, he really cares, cares about, about me. me. He really cares. None of us go out of that thinking, hey, you know, this person yeah. really cares about me. That's personal branding gone wrong wrong. But that the thing they do get right is they're good at showing consistent consistently what they're trying to do. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can, you know. I could give you examples. I'm not going to give any of these guys credit, but I can give you examples of certain commercials and say, if I, if I just explained a portion of the commercial and didn't tell you who it was, you'd go, oh yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, for those of us who don't have millions of dollars to throw at TV ads, we must rely on uh, social media video. But the the same (laughs) things hold true with social media video. Mm -hmm. People are going to catch in a heartbeat if you're not genuine about it. I think that's why lives have taken off because they, they can't be planned to a certain extent. So if you accidentally light yourself on fire or throw champagne in someone's face, <laughs> that's live. It's going live. Yeah, That happened. Going, true story to us. That, that's going in the blue. Oh, 
I, I was thinking we set somebody on fire, and then I realized, oh yeah, right. I, I ended up spitting champagne on you, and, and Bill was trying lives. to blow the candles out. Yeah. And oh, and he sparking. did. Oh, that's right. It so was quite the live, yeah. So oh. if you don't get our personality, our personality and brand from that video, I don't know what it. You would the guy get trying here. to light the cake just set himself on fire, and then other guy spit champagne on that poor girl. <laughs> Please hire us. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we have fun. Yeah. I think the thing that you have to con- concentrate on when you're dealing with a personal brand from a, uh, a visual aspect is what makes you unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking uh, a few seconds ago, Alicia, about the fact that you guys brought champagne to your your photo shoot. We that, did. Okay, that's great. That makes we bring you, champagne pretty much everywhere. Just that's, that's so you know, fine. I have that's one what in my makes, bag. But I mean, it <laughs> that's was, what makes you unique. It wasn't just a social lubricant. It was actually a key element in your photos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we like to celebrate our clients and we get excited. And so we wanted to somehow visually portray this whole element of celebration and launching new things for our clients. And that's what we were going through. And I think, you know, what is coming to my mind when you're speaking is like, I think people think good imagery just happens. It doesn't. You need somebody who understands how to capture those moments. Most of us... I see you have Gary Vee here on the list. Don't have a photographer or videographer to follow Follows us around. around. Yeah, yeah. So you really have to plan it out and put some thought well, into I it. I mean, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Justin's uh, uniqueness as far as his brand. That is a great you, you story. Know, we need to talk about he, that. I, I, and it's on the list, as you can see. It was the first one on the list is, but um, Justin recently did a, a major rebrand as far as talking about who he is. Mm-hmm. And who is what his personal brand is? Mm-hmm. And just for those of you who don't know, Justin's a pirate. He reenacts. Like I got our our. I knew that was coming. He <laughs> he's a pirate reenactor, and he um, he participates highly in that that area. Mm-hmm. And it's part of who he is because you've been doing it now for what 10, 11 years now, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's a part of who you are as as a person, and it shows through in your branding. And we had the opportunity uh, a few months back to put together a video based on a presentation that you did. And the great thing about that was we were able to use that presentation that you had and visually show what it means to be a pirate. You know? Right. Right. And it was fun. I mean, yeah, we had it was a lot of work, but it was fun to do. Oh, it's anything that comes oh, yeah. out good is a lot of work. I think that people just assume these good photos and videos happen, <laughs> which sometimes, yeah, there could be a coincidental, like there's a photographer there and a good yeah. photo happens that wasn't planned, but there's a lot of work that goes into getting it right. Yeah. But the, the other thing about that is also the consistency. Yeah. So the next video that Justin does or the next piece of imagery that he does has to fall in line with that um, pirate brand. Same thing with you as far as the, you know, the champagne and the, and the, the fun. Right. You're you not going to see us next time with like button ups at, you know. And if you do, somebody's going to go, you're something. going to confuse your clients. They're yeah. not going to know what to expect. Um, I want fun Alicia that. Well, that's the reason like I, I, <laughs> some of these other, these other names, you may recognize some of the other ones that are on my list and some of you may not. Gary V is. Um, I like how ju- it goes either. Justin Kerr, Gary V. Like you made the list, Justin. Ooh. You made the list and of I'm personal branding. Gary V. <laughs> yes. Well, often is that I wanted to make sure we get Justin in first. That was the reason right there. No, and we'll post the pictures, right, Bill, of Justin's. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. With the video, we can actually just put the link of his website. Both, yeah. yeah. All right. But um, Gary V. started out uh, working as a um, for his father's store. Mm-hmm. Who, his father owned a liquor store. And he got into wine and he actually started his whole, his own business a multi-million dollar business, I might add, uh, selling wine online and doing reviews on wine. Oh, and he's since taken off. He 
Gary Vee is one of those guys you either like or you can't stand him. It's like really, an acquired but that's yeah. a good There's, example of a personal brand. Well, that's exactly it. That's he's not afraid for people not to like him. And he's that is his personal that. brand. He's yeah. perfectly fine with telling you, screw. Correct. You know, if you don't like what I'm have to say, that's fine. There's other people that you can go listen to and you can go talk to. But this is what I'm, I'm about. So sometimes it's not as simple as p- saying, okay, well, I'm going to dress a certain way or act a cer- uh, or talk about certain things. It's literally, sometimes it's an attitude. Mm-hmm. And that can show through in videos. You talked a few minutes ago. Yes, Gary Vee is one of those guys that has somebody constantly following him all over the place yeah. to record him. That's it's just a little the insane. way he does. It's a little yeah. little narcissistic, but that's the way he is. He is very, he, yeah. he is. He So that's his brand is to, you know, to to really jump at people like that. Okay? That's that's how you know you made it when you can have someone follow you. Yeah. I'm gonna get an intern to follow me around with a video. Now, now you <laughs> take that. You need to do is strap a GoPro to Olive. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, on the opposite end of that spectrum, as far as the from the and, and these these examples I'm giving are of videos, either people that do regu- videos regularly or have used them for their branding. Okay. The next person on that list is Chase Jarvis. He uh, runs a um, a website called Creative Live. He's a Seattle-based photographer. He started out as a commercial photographer. And then decided to go into this uh, business of having classes for creatives. Mm. And his whole brand is about creativity and about taking risks. So if you watch any of his, uh, he also has a weekly video podcast. Everything's about action. He's because he was an action photographer, you know, snowboarding, uh, you know, anything you would think of that would be high adrenaline, high action. That's Chase. Okay. So that's his brand. It's an appropriate name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where he made his, his brand. Mm-hmm. It's all about the, the, the high, high adrenaline, high activity, creativity, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's his style. Now, sometimes it's, now I'm going to take it to the last one on this list, which is uh, sometimes it's about a shared interest that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the business. Okay. Uh, this gentleman named Peter McKinnon, he's an incredible, um, cinematographer. He actually for a while worked under, um, no, oh, I'm picturing his face. Casey Neistat. That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, Casey Neistat is a, um, he's another big YouTuber. Okay. okay. All right. I'm over here shaking my head. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Well, Casey, Casey, uh, just recently got off YouTube altogether. Oh, this is a guy that made millions of dollars off of YouTube and then just said, I'm done for a while. Just dropped the <laughs> mic and left. Huh? Well, no, he I means he's got a family and whatnot now. So, oh, okay. but he was one of those guys that always pushed the boundaries. Right. But anyway, so um, he was a YouTuber. Yeah. Like, okay. Peter McKinnon kind of came up underneath, kind of had Casey mentoring him. All right. But where Peter McKinnon was, was he was actually the videographer for most of the time for Casey Neistat, but he had such incredible skills. I don't want to go down that, that road. I just want to explain who he is. Yeah. That's how I explain who he is. But a thing that the interesting part about what he does is every one of his videos has something to do with coffee because he absolutely loves coffee. Okay. So he tries to find interesting ways to to show to showcase his cinematography or to do a a, a review on a piece of technology or something like that, and he includes coffee in it every time. Oh, it's hilarious. I like that. See, like little things like that. Yeah. So so that's that's who he is. You know. Even if he's not, he doesn't fit coffee into it by, you know, doing some cinematic 
pour of a coffee or something like that. Maybe he's, he's Canadian based. So maybe he goes to Tim Hortons and goes, Oh, I got to go get my Tim Hortons before I go and do this yeah. video. But shoot. it's an element. It's an his, element of yeah. every part of it. Okay. Like and then he does the cold brews and all this other stuff. The last video I watched with him, he was actually going to, he was sh- sh- explaining the concept of how to build a video. And he took a, him and a couple of guys took some power boats, went out to this remote Island and used this mini coffee grinder and burner to, to get it to make the coffee, made the coffee on the Island and then took off <laughs> and showed how he did all these B roll shots all the way through it. Oh, okay. I like that. I mean, it's, it's something personal to him. Yeah. He, he works it in as part of his brand. Yeah. And exactly. I imagine he's, he's probably has as much of a following for people that want to see his cinematography tips as, Hey, what kind of coffee is he going to have this week? There are actually people that send him coffee. Ah, so they'll send one they'll, of his sponsors. Uh, he, he hasn't had anybody actually sponsor him yet as far as that. Surprised. Uh, surprisingly, no, but he's actually, every once in a while he'll get, he'll do a video where he'll get these boxes in from UPS and he'll open it up and go, Hey, there's a brand of coffee I didn't try or, you yeah, know, and nobody great. dares to send him anything that's pre-ground. It's got to be, you know, the whole beans oh, because he he's, bean. he's yeah. one of those guys that, you know, I'm going to drink it fresh and I'm going to grind it right here oh, and now. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So he actually, the, the, the last one, you got to see this cool setup that he had. This last video, he actually had this portable setup that was a hand gr- crank grinder, and then it was a a, a, yeah, a uh, coffee mill. Yeah, yeah coffee mill. What's a French before. press? Was it that thing? He he uses that in some of them. That sounds fancy. This was a French press, but the way you <laughs> heated it up was a propane burner that went underneath it. It was all this uh, little portable. Cool. Kit. What is that for camping, or yeah, is that like yeah. legit? Like people use that at their house? It literally fit into the size of maybe uh, a large can of you know I don't know you know a large canned good. Yeah. So that's big, right. give you an idea how big yeah, this one. Well, French presses are not really that fancy. Uh, well, no, this sounds one, fancy. Yeah. I forget the name of this one, but it was actually you heated it up and then you pushed down on it and it pushed yeah. the, gr- the water through the ground. So. I've seen yeah, that. That's I a French press. press. Yeah. 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 Oh, so that's fancy to me, Justin. Yeah, oh, that's fancy okay. to me too. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I buy my coffee to, at Dunkin' sometimes. <laughs> I do the Mr. Coffee, so okay. So let's just, yeah. that's fancy to me. But <laughs> the reason I brought him up is because, again, it's all about. People look forward to that because that's part of his brand about who right. he is. Yeah, right. I think that's so cool. So they're looking for that Easter egg, so to speak, in every one of his videos. Uh, when is he going to talk about coffee? One yeah. of the guys that I've started watching a lot, and I'm not even a musician, but this guy named uh, Rick Beato. Mm-hmm. And he's a very accomplished musician and a, a producer. And his videos, he basically takes songs that everybody knows, you know, classic rock mm-hmm. songs or pop songs, and he breaks them down yep, and yep. he tells you, why the song is so good. And he explains in layman's term, oh, they did this here mm-hmm. and they did this here. And that's why it sounds so good and why mm-hmm. it all comes together. Now he talks about chord progressions, yeah, yeah. And chromatics, really and I'm te- like technical. way above my head. But I like watching him because I like the way he breaks down the songs because there are a lot of the songs that I like. And I'm, I'm like, I really like that song. But now he can explain why I like that song. Yeah. Like yeah why yeah. it, yeah. Why it appeals to me because it has a certain structure to it. And sometimes that's the hook to just get you in to listen to it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I fly drones for part of, my, part of my living, you know, and I get hooked on early on on a YouTuber that does a lot of drone work. But I found him not through the fact that he did drone work. I found him because he had a mutual love for puns. <laughs> and every one of his opening segments on every one of his YouTube videos is some sort of pun. I'm like, dude, you got me. I'm in, I'm in. Justin's shaking his the head. The drones over are here. just a bonus at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. I'm already bought in. Jones just Justin's just shaking his head, going, "Yep." Oh, oh my god. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that you guys are buddies. That's. that's really <laughs> I nice. haven't reached out to him and talked to him yet, but you know. Yeah, I'm. 
<laughs> but, but what I'm getting at is sometimes it's that personal connection that, you know, you guys may have somebody from that shoot that you just did that says, Hey, I really like champagne. Let me, yeah. you know. Oh, we also included yeah. the F-bomb in our photo shoot. Oh, How awesome. could we not? Yeah. That's awesome. So if that was to like, if a client didn't like that or like somebody was like, oh, that's, that's too risque for me or something, then they're yeah. not for us. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's great. I'm so glad you included it. We'll tag Dawn. So. Okay. Yeah, please. <laughs> Just to, just to close this up, uh, my question to you guys is, and I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here because we didn't talk about this earlier. Think about somebody, and you just talked about somebody you, you like, but think about a brand that you like mm-hmm. and what image sticks in your head from that from that brand. Oh. Uh, don't think be anything. You may uh, have to I can wait. I get all day. All right. Well, can you play the Jeopardy music? I was just going to do that. I'm actually, I'm looking, I'm looking at one right here. So. Okay. This. Um, Ooh, I got one. Go. <laughs> so I have a, I have a. a uh, clean canteen uh, thermos for, for my water yep. bottle. And a couple of reasons why I like it. One is I like the fact that it's stainless steel. So, you know, there's a lot of junk in plastic. And mm-hmm. um, so I like the fact that it's not made of plastic. But the other thing I like about it is this is a double walled insulated. So it doubles as a weapon. Well, <laughs> it does make a handy club. But, um, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, I, I put some ice water here in the morning and like it's cold in the day. afternoon, it's still cold. Mm-hmm. So I do like, yep. I like, I like the quality of the materials. Yeah. I paid more for this than I would, you know, a plastic water bottle, but I appreciated the way it was constructed. I appreciated the materials that go into it. And I like the fact that, you know, uh, it's got a, uh, a good seal at the top. Mm-hmm. Right. And it just, it's Okay, so it's going to last me a long time. You said to bring this to personal branding. What brought you to that brand specifically? Uh, somebody had given me one as a gift once. Okay. And I really just, I liked it and I lost it somewhere. I had had it for years. I had it for like six years and I lost it. And I was like, oh man, I really like that water bottle. So I went out and I got, you know, the same one, the same brand because it, it was, you know, it lasted, it was durable. It was, you know, there was just a lot about it that I, that I really appreciated. You gotcha. know? So it was, a, I think, craftsmanship, quality of the materials. I don't know a lot about the culture of the company. I do know they're somewhat ecologically uh, minded, but it was more about the product, sure. you know, that I appreciated. And that, that part of the brand, the fact that they produce a quality product really resonated with me. Okay. I have in front of me Freaker USA. Dot com is as a website. The, is this the koozie thing? Yeah, they're koozies. <laughs> but like the webs, the images on here are very colorful and fun. And sometimes they are really just out there, but that's because that aligns with their brand. Um, and then, you know, here's like a woman holding it and she has a purple hair and a full like sleeve tattoo thing going I like on. The, I like the, the puking unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> they have a kid holding a koozie. They have ice cream cones on their homepage spilled upside down, but the imagery is fun and they can do what they want with it. So yeah, I like it. It aligns with their brand. Yeah, cool. definitely. I mean, it's, it's, especially like the, the hand drawn lettering for the, the labels for each product. And that's a nice touch too. So yeah. So basically it resonates with you. The brand itself yeah. resonates. It's, yeah. There's so, no way that their brand does not come through when you look at these pictures. Sure. They're just fun cool. and colorful. Cool. So to, to, to kind of wrap this up, the thing you want to think about when it comes to imagery is how's it going to resonate with your potential clients? Does it fit within your brand? Is it authentic? Is it authentic? Yeah, yeah. Authentic to you. Thank you. 
And is it consistent with everything else you're doing? Because you could think you're being authentic on your imagery and it doesn't match up with any of your other branding. Well, great. Which one's the problem? Right, right. And I would add, you know, think about developing your personal brand as an investment in your company. It's not an expense because the money that you put into this is going to allow you to be authentic. It's going to allow you to communicate clearly to the right audience. And it's going to be done in such a compelling way that people are going to be loyal to you sure. and want to be part of what you're doing. So this is an investment that you're going to get a return on. This is not an expense. This is mm-hmm. it's not a phone bill. And the reality is the big companies get that already. It's, oh, just, a, yeah. it's just a matter of now and you know what? a small business owner. Small to companies can, can do this Absolutely. at scale. You Absolutely. Know? Obviously, they don't have millions of dollars, but they can do things at scale that can be just as effective. But I think too often as business small business owners, we get caught up in the, well, I don't need to have a personal brand because I'm too small at this point. No, I don't agree with that. I agree too. I'm with you. I agree with that too. But it's just a lot of times that's I work with sentiment. a lot of solopreneurs and they, they need a personal brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So, well, thank you, Bill, for enlightening us on how to be true to your brand through imagery. And the next time we come back around, we're going to be listening to Alicia tell us about how to carry that forward to social, social media. media. Mm-hmm. Right. So until next time, thanks for listening and we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook and our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.